0: Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy,
1: the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet?
2: Folks, welcome back. It is not wrestling with your budget. It is not wrestling with your thoughts. It is wrestling with emotion. I am Maniac joined by my co-host Ty B and the Micah Man, Jake Micah. Gentlemen, another Sunday and another Big 4 AEW event.
1: Oh, absolutely. This event is huge. It's like it's the day we've all been waiting for, wrestling fans. You know, you see CM Punk is finally back in the ring wrestling. We saw him, you know, getting involved and, you know, getting more into it. Jake, I know you were there the other night. How are you feeling to finally see it? And uh, I know you've, oh. you've gotten to, to partake in some of the fun earlier on in the week. How, how is it uh, over there in Chicago?
0: It was, it, it was fun. The first two shows are definitely, like, I mean, everybody's energized. Like, you can tell there's a different, different bit of energy in the arena. But it, it's also felt subdued because you could tell, like, everybody's just the, – the big shit's coming tonight. Like, we know, like, <laughs> this is the card. This card everybody's been waiting for for a while once we started to see it shape up. Honestly, it's, like, their first – AEW's first card that actually looks like a WrestleMania-like type card where it comes to like the star level the matches with the storylines that you would want to see um the amount of matches that they have then it doesn't feel like it's like overblown like they're not really i mean there's some matches that are in there they're going to be short they're going to serve a purpose but they all have a big reason behind them everything so it's going to be fun i can't wait to see like the energy right when we walk in and see what it's going to be in there because who knows who knows what these people are going to be chanting for we're expecting some surprises tonight too like i'm just Anything could go tonight. We really could see a, a changing of what we the landscape of AEW tonight. Honestly, depending on how far they go with everything, and uh, we've known for them to take some shots in the past. So it, it's going to be fun. It's I feel like we should all be expecting the unexpected, though. Oh yeah,
2: I, I expect it to be exciting. Yeah, it is really expect the unexpected. Anything can happen, and that's really what you want from a wrestling show. It's supposed to be a kind of Game of Thrones. Anything could happen. Anyone can go down at any point. As someone who was all WWE when AEW started, you know they finally got my curiosity with AEW Revolution this past year with the exploding barbed wire match between Moxley and Omega. <laughs> they didn't execute there. But if they execute on this card that they have tonight, AEW is going to – I mean, they probably think they've already done this and I might be talking out of my ass, but they're going to solidify themselves in the picture of the casual – Dior, which is very big, in my
1: opinion. I mean, let's let's talk about that real quickly. We'll get the pink elephant out of the room. Is Daniel Bryan coming back tonight? He probably is. I mean, we've seen tons of hints. We saw a bunch of hints you know, dropped that CM Punk was coming back, and then he came back. I mean, I think they're, they do these things on purpose. Tony Khan's not going to do that sort of thing and let the people down. He's going to deliver on that because doing so would it would be such a PR nightmare for AEW and, you know, cause so many people to, to get out of it, tune out of it, rather than to get more into it, which I think is exactly what we're going to see tonight. We're probably going to see more than one surprise, but I think at some point we get Daniel Bryan, we get the final countdown, Jake, are you going to be losing your mind?
0: Oh yeah. I'm, (laughs) I'm hoping I'm stealing this from something I saw on Reddit, but I'm hoping that we, uh, just get a random countdown clock to show up on the screen like in between matches like a la jericho showing up at the y2k yeah. it just says like the final countdown or something like it's gonna When i i think that that seems like it's like you said they've they kind of deliver when these things come out there and they've mentioned it enough i mean punk a couple weeks ago literally said it live to a, the tv audience like be more patient not yet. It'll yeah. Come. <laughs> yeah not yet but um, it feels like tonight is the night they're trying to do as much as they can with this show. And I i mean, Team Punk in Chicago coming back, obviously that's one of the craziest moments we've ever seen all of wrestling. The whole thing. We probably all watch it a hundred times by now, but dan O'Brien showing up at this promotion right now, especially right after Punk, it's going to be pretty close because that place is going to be like, I was, you mentioned one of the things that, um, you know going to two other shows a lot of dvd shirts on a lot of a lot of dv people are people are in anticipation for it um so i'm interested to see the amount yeah. of the underbind shirts tonight and who doesn't love a good aw is great with the chance we were listening to jungle boy before we got on here the yes chat is gonna go fucking berserk tonight that's that's what i think at some point now where's I mean, he gonna come in that's what i want you guys to yeah he's just gonna show up is he going to get involved somewhere? He's got a lot of options he could go to. What would you like to see?
1: Does he close the show? I think he. I think he probably closes the show, and maybe we get him. You know, with Punk face to face at the end, um, because we were ta- I think there was a interview uh, Punk did the other day talking about how he wants to wrestle the Young Bucks, but he needs a partner, and then he was. And we know he's the ultimate troll. He was posting on his story the super close up of him and Daniel Bryan shaking hands way back in the day. Um, I think that could be what they go go for. I think the Young Bucks might end up retaining, and then we see potentially, you know, a Daniel Bryan Punk thing for a couple of weeks there, just to get more people tuned in, seeing you know what the Bucks are doing. And because I think the Bucks are getting their run here. To, to sort of phase themselves out the similar way uh, as as Cody's done uh, since his championship run.
2: Yeah, you saw it with the most up, up, updated bio posts from the Bucks. They're talking about <laughs> all the things they've done that people said they couldn't do, whether it was being a draw, selling out arenas, things like that. Not necessarily so braggadocious as they typically are, so smug, right? It seems like they are on that second half of that run. You bring up a good point, though. Where do you bring in Daniel Bryan? I was thinking maybe you get Omega retaining over Christian with maybe a little bit of hijinks from Callis. Maybe the Elite comes in and they start beating down Christian, and then that music hits or that countdown hits. DeBry runs in, clears the ring of the Elite. Frankie Kazarian's a little bit jealous, but you just got to deal with that. But, yeah, you got to bring him in. I think and like clear the ring, honestly, or something like that. I mean, obviously, you can do a face to face with Punk. My only worry is is that they both have so much energy on their own. You don't really want to use it against each other. They really like balancing their cards. I mean, you see it tonight, and that's why we're super excited for All Out 2021 here on Wrestling with Emotion Show on Train Rock Sports. But yeah, I think it's a consensus. We're 100. percent D'Braya is going to be on the show tonight, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they're for going to miss sure. on this. Okay, and. and, and And the off chance, like he's not actually there, there's going to be something that's like a full tease for like a Wednesday or, you know, like something on Dynamite.
2: Okay. okay. Just
1: to potentially like boost the network or something. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm sure he's He's there.
2: What about Malachi yeah. Black? Could he could, he, could he be something that's kind of a balancing force to come in against Ooh. But, you know, but again, Malachi has so much energy. Why would you bring in a deep right and go against that? I, I think they're going to start something with, with just more positive energy. But it just struck me that he wasn't on the card at all. So very interesting to see. But without, with further ado, boys, should we get into the card?
1: Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right.
2: Well, hey, this is going to be a mouthful, but I'm going to run it out <laughs> real quick. We got the best friends. Jurassic Express versus the HFO, Hardy Family Office, of course, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Utah, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus versus Matt Hardy, Private Party, and The Hybrid 2. Uh, this should be a good entertaining match. Probably a lot of hijinks, probably a lot of ridiculousness. What do you guys see? This is probably going to be a, a, a early match in the card, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think this is the buy-in match that uh, because they had to replace one of or the... Um, uh andrade match because pox having travel issues he wasn't going to be able to get there so um this is just a filler i think this is going to be something where you're going to get you know some fun spots some cool moments for the crowd just to kind of set things up uh for the rest of the event and you're probably going to see just the faces go over there's no reason for them not to so um i think you're going to get a, get a best friend's win and a, a big orange cassidy orange punch for the win
0: yeah, that I feel like this is just an excuse for uh, everybody to sing Oranges song <laughs> and sing and Jurassic Express yeah. song. Get the entrance on the pay-per-view, get the crowd hyped up, and then the good guys go home. And that, I mean, it'll be a good match too. Like, there's they've had oh, yeah. the thing about it is that they've established at least enough. Like, they've been they've been as long as it's been going on. The Hardy family and best friends have had an issue with each other. I mean, it it hasn't been anything like it hasn't been a crazy you know rivalry or anything like that. But just that little bit of connection like we saw orange and matt hardy a couple weeks ago and they're one on one just that little bit of connection like you know or no, no, no some some crazy shit could happen right at the end of this to escalate it even further maybe maybe matt hardy's got a ringer <laughs> some other guy that we're not even thinking about he's got all this money he's, he looks like clearly needs some help with that group right could, now
1: they're not it's not looking too hot so could the butcher be back yeah exactly he's in chicago with, a, the, with, it, with the crew he was at fan fest yesterday
2: it was at FanFest and the Sabres just dropped that butcher jersey. You gotta think that's gonna be a little higher selling uh this year than most.
1: Oh yeah. Everyone's right, so- gonna be wearing that at uh Tid this year.
2: So Michael, with some hijinks, you got uh BFS over HFO? Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Okay.
2: All right, I am gonna do the same. No excuse not to get uh, you know, the faces a little pushover, especially on a on a pre-show type setting. Totally makes sense. Just make, take advantage and do what's easy. Yeah. Uh, let's go uh, to the next session We're going to skip around here. There's I'm definitely looking forward to the Women's Battle Royal. But first, I got to talk about this because it's my favorite intro entry video. There's a lot of good entry uh, themes in AW. But my favorite entry video is no BS. Yeah. No BS. No more Paul BS. White, yeah. No more BS. Don't do it. Paul, Paul White versus QT Marshall um you know i don't know this like i don't know enough about aew but it's just so funny that everybody hates qt marshall yeah yes
1: like it, across the board and that's the best part like you know he's just gonna go out there it's gonna be a quick match he's gonna get slammed through the canvas by paul white we're gonna get the big <laughs> pop well it's so funny this song starts the same like i cannot get over the fact that they did that um it, it just to get that pop though it's like you know, when you hear the glass break or the, you know, like there's those certain sounds and it's that same sound. So it, it works for him. And I think, you know, we'll see Paul White get over and it's just a nice quick um, moment in between some of these other matches that have a little bit more depth uh, story wise behind. And it's it's just yeah. to get him, you know, out back out there his first time um, actually wrestling in the ring for AEW. For sure.
0: I I love that you said that about QT Maniac because this, I mean, this has been a pretty fairly recent development. QT didn't turn on Cody too long ago. It was this year, but nobody Mm -hmm. liked him beforehand, so immediately when he gave everybody a reason to actually not like him, it was like, it's on. Like, fuck this guy. And he's done a great job. Like, he's been in two, now this is pretty two high-profile feuds for him to go up with. I mean, whatever it's going to end up, Paul White is going to just chokeslam probably the entire factory, but uh that that's fine we're, that's what we're in this for for this pay-per-view match but qt being in a spot with cody and in a spot with paul white two guys they clearly are positioning as faces that they want to use them he's done a great job and that's you need some some guys you just need to that have some like real life hate along with the wrestling hate and it makes yeah. for a great heel and he, he does what he needs to in that mid card um and it, it'll serve his purpose tonight and get the shit kicked out of him i am interested to see though why the gun club this why billy gunn decided to turn on big john yeah. something something come that something's got to come of that tonight at least a little bit even if it's just for more people for uh, for white to just dismantle it in the ring tonight
2: uh, and that's why i am starting to fall in love with AEW. though i'm watching and i'm like what the hell is the gun club doing running out so late? Like, they were just worthless in that situation. What are they doing? And then it actually makes sense. They didn't want to run out and attack them. They came out after as a fake out and got no more BS, Paul yeah. White. But, uh, yeah, I guess I oh, see God. I see uh, Paul White winning as well. So we're, yeah. we're, we're a straight sweep on both so far. We got yeah. – uh,
1: But you need a guy like QT Marshall for everyone just to beat up and everyone to, like, just – for the fans yeah. to just pop every time he gets his ass kicked. Like Dare you need say, that guy in the roster.
2: To me, my my, my initial reaction is, is he's kind of like a heel Elias for, yeah. for AEW. When he's a heel, yeah. anybody can show up and be kind of like a super face against this person, which is good. You got to have that kind of player on your roster. Mm-hmm. And speaking of players on your roster, let's get to it. I alluded to it earlier. I'm pretty excited to see this because the women's division is something – not that it gets criticized uh, at AEW because they do have an array of stars, but more recently, maybe criticizing the lack of depth on the shows. I don't know if you guys are hearing the same yeah. things or seeing the same things that I'm seeing.
1: Yeah, the so TV a, spots.
2: So a huge opportunity with this Women's Battle Royale to uh, kind of show out for all these ladies and kind of prove uh, you know, the EVPs wrong. Uh, so let's see. We got a ton of stars in this. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa. You got your Reho's. And then you got one that's TBA. That's whoever – I'm taking whoever's TBA in this match. I'm taking the TBA in this women's battle royale.
1: I'll, I'll get to who the TBA is, Maniac. Uh, but first, I want to you know, talk about some of the other entrants. And the thing, yeah, is like they're not getting the, the big TV spots. They're not really putting a lot of depth into the stories. They're kind of just tossing out a match here or there. And it just feels more like filler. But if you watch or uh, Dark and Elevation, you actually see they're doing some storylines. Like Diamante had a good uh, feud with Big Swole that was good. And so I'm sure you're going to see some of that um, in the Battle Royale tonight. So I think this tonight is a good way to start bringing those feuds over from the Dark and Elevation side into the more mainstream, like the television watchers, the pay-per-view watchers. So they're more aware of all that. And I think um, from, you know, Kenny Omega is supposed to be really trying to push that women's division now. And I think this is sort of their thing was trying to build up some of these characters, build some depth behind them and get them really ready for that television spotlight, rather than to throw them out and flatline them sort of the way they did with Britt Baker immediately. And then she went back you know, to the table and sort of figured it out. But I'm really excited to see Emmy Sakura tonight. Um, she's a ton of fun coming over uh, from Japan j- just recently. I don't think we've seen her on television yet. Yeah. Um, her style is incredible. Eventually we're going to get Lulu pencil and I can't wait for that. Make sure you guys go check out Lulu pencil on YouTube. She's absolutely incredible. Um, shout out the pencil army, but we're also going to get a ton of young names like Anna J coming back. Um, she's a ton of fun. So we're getting sky blue added, um, a local Chicago native. She might be getting an all elite graphic very soon. She's been phenomenal for them doing a bunch of dark matches and stuff like that. Um, but thunder Rosa in this, I think it's going to be a spot here where we get thunder Rosa at the end more than likely. And someone goes over thunder Rosa. I'm not going to take the Joker maniac and it's more than likely Ruby Soho, but I don't think you just put her right into a a women's championship match. Um, I think you, you, we haven't seen that really out of AEW. They usually sort of build people for a few months. They did it with Miro. Now they did it with Christian cage and it seems like they might be doing that with Eddie Kingston now too. Um, I don't think they're going to do it with Ruby tonight. So I'm going to go with, oh this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go with a wild card. I'm gonna go Diamante.
0: There you go. I like that because, and you were the were there the other night for the taping and she had that blow off match with big Spool, and it was great. I mean, and it's like you realize that they have that depth, but like you said, and I think it's just been across the board with this roster in general, like, they had some of the biggest men's talent outside of wwe like in the world and that 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 reach is just bigger than it is for for women's wrestling outside of wwe right now so they've really they've looked at it as a long-term thing where they're like we can't just like put these women into these positions and put the uh, we have to give them we have to give the audience a reason behind everything because they have so much of it for the rest of the roster whether it's from other promotions or everything else And i think they're doing a good job of that i think we're getting people that you know have have started from you know pretty much obscurity for people coming into watching it to have like a name like ty conti be a more household name and thunder rosa and these people and hopefully there's more coming and more talent being used on especially with another hour of a show on rampage like they had a great yeah. uh what was it penelope ford and ty conti mm-hmm. this week was and i mean that's that penelope was a good Ford's like 20 great minute too. match yeah, she's amazing. That was a good. Like thing she is had, like, incredibly,
1: like stupid, flexible. Like I was watching GCW <laughs> yeah. uh, like a month or two ago, and like the back bend she did, and then like she slid through it. So did like a full like rotation through a back bend. It was like the craziest thing to get out of a submission That's and like awesome. put in a new one. Was like I don't even know how the human body moves that way. But yeah, there's just I think they've been doing these things strategically. And I will say one other thing if. If it's not Ruby Soho, maybe Melina.
0: Mm. I'm hoping for Deanna uh, uh, potentially showing up to attack somebody. That would be incredible. That's that's the dream. But I'm going with Thunder Rosa because I think we can still get a Thunder Rosa Brit title match after they had that crazy match a couple months ago. We're going to get it at some point now. She's
1: finally actually on the AW roster.
0: And that beat down the other night, she got beat down in the back. I feel like they were just, like, trying to make us not think about Thunder Rosa. And
1: she, she's going to be there in the end. I'm going with her. Just, and selfishly want to see that match. It'd be incredible. They I will try. say I will, I will say, they continued it on dark and beat down a bunch of other ladies. And that's one of the reasons you won't <laughs> see Julia Hart out there. Uh, and Sky Blue replaced her. Uh, so... I don't know, Thunder Rosa, whatever. I don't know if that'll be really an issue for her. She's an absolute savage. She's like, I'm not getting my ass kicked. I'm just going to go down swinging. Let's go. That's <laughs> facts.
2: My closing statement on this women's division is that Big Swole is a, is a top five wrestling name at the present oh, yeah. moment. Yep. This just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. Okay, let's move on. We got a singles match, but when this guy's involved, I mean, anyone's going to be watching. We got John Moxley, and he's going against... Someone that, you know, I'm not that familiar with. Again, being kind of an AEW casual, just kind of finally getting into the pool at this point. You know, one of the crossovers, it seems, Satoshi Kojima. Guys, fill me in. What's going on here?
1: Yeah, Forbidden Door is open and it's staying open, but he was the only guy that came through and Moxie was pretty pissed about it. So pissed off that he had to go to GCW last night and go take a belt from one Matt Cardona and it looks like he's setting up a matchup with Nick Gage in the next month uh, for Nick Gage to potentially get his GCW world championship back, which is going to be nuts. So I think here tonight with Kojima, this is just going to be a nice 10, 15 minute, you know, old school, like AJPW type match where you're just going to see a bunch of hard hitting action. It's going to be quick and there's going to be something here with Moxley and Angle to take him off this. I think, Um, You know, potentially one of these other guys, maybe a a Jay White or someone else like comes in someone from uh, New Japan or something like that. We get something with Moxley here at the at the end of the match. I think, Uh, Jake, what about you?
0: Yeah, um, I, I love this. I think this is honestly just uh, Moxley's dream matches. He's just he just signed with AEW. was like, listen, when we start wrestling with these New Japan guys, I need X, Y, and Z Japanese legend to wrestle against. And Kojima's on that list. Kojima's Kojima's like I, I'm trying to think of like a comparison. He's just been like a solid upper mid card main eventer when when he was in his prime. He was a champion and at New Japan. He won the G1 before. Most recently was in, I can't remember what. Uh, I can't remember which uh, faction he was a part of at the moment, but won some trios titles, some tag team titles, so he's still been relevant there too. And uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun to see Moxie's people get in the ring, hard hitting match. But I wasn't even thinking about another New Japan person showing up tonight. The uh, the one that keeps coming into my head though, and we've seen him make some references to showing up around, and hasn't done it yet, is Jay White. And I think Jay White. And John Moxley would be an incredible place to go, um, unless they're getting him right involved with Omega, which is another one of those storylines that we can get into. But especially White, with, with that big crossover pay
1: per view in a few months, mm-hmm. I think that's so that's the guy that's two months away. Yeah. I think it's in November.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Jay White, I mean, there's Tanahashi, who they've been, they've he's he called him out. They showed the promo on TV, like they didn't just show that shit for no reason. And so no, we'll that, give would, that, be, some that point. would be like a that would be the needle mover for at least that that relationship where you'd be like, oh, shit, like they're letting anything happen if, if Tanahashi are coming over here. So let's hope for that that's what we should yeah. be striving for.
2: I want to preserve cave. My chair just made a very awkward noise. I don't know if it came through just preserving that. With that <laughs> said, I do have to say what like. It's just such a relief. And that's why I made the noise. I was like laying back my chair. It was like a recliner of relief. Like, just to have everything that happens on a wrestling show make sense, have relevance, actually have importance, and it matters, is, like, such a relief. It's crazy that, you know, it's like it's kind of like living your life without uh, without air conditioning. All of a sudden, you get air conditioning. It's like, wow, everything just kind of makes more sense. And, again, I get the winter, yada, yada, kind of a bad analogy, the fact that we're in September. But it's just like, my goodness, just doing the basic things right, which is what AEW seems to do. And, obviously – working with these other promotions, like fans want to see DC versus Marvel. So of course they're going to want to see one brand versus another. It's literally just the and tape. I get that it's not done super easily that, you know, there's the health of the superstars. There's the promotional revenue, all kinds of stuff at play, but my goodness, give the fans what they want and the money will follow. I think it's pretty obvious from what they've done so far. With that said, uh, I think Moxley gets the win here uh, over Kojima. Oh yeah. And again, he's got but I think he's gonna put him over in the biggest way for the fans that are watching him for the mm-hmm. first time, like me.
1: Oh yeah, Honestly. he's gonna give him a yeah. and they'll
0: they'll they'll, sh- yeah, they'll he'll give him all his spots, he'll he'll get the shit kicked out of him a little bit, he'll shake his hand after and, and get him hyped up with the crowd. Like it'll be a whole big moment. And that's Moxley that's Moxley through and through. Like the dude just the dude like lives and breathes professional he loves wrestling shit. And so you know that yeah so you know yeah, he wants gonna, other people to
2: gonna... be successful and, and like he's he understands crazy, yeah. he's signing up to take in
1: with... a nick gage dude well yeah, all, all i'm saying is psycho. i
2: that's why i have so much faith that he's going to push good over because i'm like oh jericho has to face this guy nick gage i've never heard of and then the next thing i know he's just cutting his face with a pizza cutter and I'm just, what is going on it's amazing mm-hmm. and speaking of the Demo God. Let's wrap up our first half of uh, this Wrestling With Emotion show brought to you by Ale Liquor. Let's talk about it. A potential retirement match. Something I, I don't want to see, but at the same time, I will not be able to look away when it's going on. Jericho putting it all on the line, literally, figuratively, speculatively, for one more shot against Maxwell Jacob Friedman.
1: Yeah, I'm... S- I was kind of surprised they put the stipulation on it because I thought then right away I was like oh yeah MJF's definitely gonna win but the more I thought about it I was like I don't know like you can always like weasel your way out of it and like make it so it's like he can never wrestle in an AEW ring unless like sanctioned by MJF or something like that and then like eventually someone's pissing off MJF and Jericho so much that MJF's like fuck it Jericho you can you know take care of him or whatever and They did say the AEW ring specifically. So, like, maybe we could see Jericho, you know, go back over to Japan, do some stuff or um, some other crossover events and have, you know, like those crossover pay per views he could still potentially be on or something like that. So, there is the potential I could see of him losing this because, you know, Fozzie's going back on tour. I think they're on tour right now. Um, He's doing the, the commentary stuff now. Uh, with Rampage, I don't think he wants to be on a, a full-time schedule necessarily anymore. Anyways, so it wouldn't necessarily surprise me. And MJF has been super, super protected um, in All Elite, and having not lost to Jericho twice, like I don't know why you would make him lose here in this one and like continue the feud, kind of, or like do they find mutual respect? It doesn't make sense. So um, the only thing in my mind, I think Jericho loses.
0: Yeah, um, you kind of I, I, you said that perfectly, Tybee. Like that's pretty much all the spots I wanted to hit on this. I was going to. Um, I will say that potential. I mean, the Punk entrance is probably gonna be berserk with the fir- the first match that he's having, but a potential Chris Jericho retirement last Judas. Yeah, is, yeah, is gonna be nuts in that arena too. That being said, I think the point that you, what we have been making is that their storytelling, like they usually follow through on these things and making the note that it says in our AEW ring is the all, like that, that matters the most to me because like, I think I agree with everything you're saying that he could go work anywhere else. They could make it this whole big thing and it just doesn't make sense. Storyline wise, it doesn't make sense for MJF to lose this match. Like unless, like it really doesn't. He's only lost to Moxley And it just doesn't after he's outsmarted him every single time they've been in the ring. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense for them to lose the match. And so I'm just more and more convinced that you give MJF the ultra heat and just make him the biggest heel. They have I mean, the biggest heel in their company by far, if he wins tonight and you give him the the note that he can brag about this for the rest (laughs) of time and it can always be in everything that he mentions. And while Jericho's on commentary, he can come out, and they can still kind of have this like lingering feud, and, and transition it as, as Jericho's going into a part-time thing. I think Jericho, and he'll he'll wrestle in AEW again. Like I think we can all agree on that, right? Like even if he loses this match, like some point he's wrestling in an AEW ring. But they can get creative with it, especially if there's enough spots. Especially there's enough spots for guys they need to give time to, especially if they're adding in a Brian. And and Punk is gonna be on this roster more. Like we've seen, Jericho has held it down for a long time. But yeah, I just I wouldn't be shocked if this is MJF, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna shock myself here, and I'm gonna ride with it. I think he's gonna win tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. And hold on. On a side note, before we get Maniac's prediction, I just want to say the the Judas with no music a few weeks ago was incredible. Mm-hmm. Can we get the final countdown with no music, and all the fans are just going oh do <laughs>
2: That'd it's going to happen 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that will be, I mean, if there's a place to do it, it's Chicago. I mean, there's basically three or four cities in the nation where you could probably depend on a hot wrestling crowd that could carry that. It's, it's them for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like you guys said. Uh, that's why we got the experts here on the Wrestling With Emotion uh, show. Jericho could gain a a pop. Like him winning would be a great come over if he hit, you know, the Judas effect, like from the top rope or whatever, you know, he wants to do. But MJF would be vaulted into super heeldom. them. He wouldn't have to do anything for the next five years to just be booed out of every building. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like you guys alluded to, AEW ring. Now I'm already thinking about Ty B's theory on who's going to crush MJF so bad that he he six Jericho on him, that he six the demo guy on him. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I will take MJF, and I'm already tearing up thinking about it. I'm going to be I'm gonna be singing it loud in my uh, living room tonight. We might do a watch long. Stay tuned for that, but we'll keep you posted on uh, Trainer of Sports for that. But another sweep with y'all. We all got MJF there. We all had Mox in Mox and Kojima, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. just double-checking. All right, let's move it on. And now now I don't mean to any disrespect to, like, the 10-man tag or, you know, or Paul White QT Marshall. But this second half of the card, these all five of these matches are amazing. Two of them could easily be the main event, so it'll be interesting to see what they go with. But let's tee it off here with, a, with an interesting one for me. Eddie Kingston against Miro. Miro obviously putting his AEW, the, the TV title as they call it, the TNT Championship, online. Speaking of protected from MJF, uh, like you said, uh, you like you guys alluded to, Miro has been absolutely protected since he came in as the best man. He's been absolutely dominant, whether it was playing video games or dominating <laughs> in the ring. Um, I love Eddie Kingston's king, uh, kind of come up like you, I think you alluded to, Ty B, but I'm going to kick it off here. I just can't see Miro losing this one. I think Eddie Kingston gives it every run. I think he gets maybe a spot where he's got Miro down, but Miro ultimately retains.
1: So I, I love God's favorite champion. He is uh, my favorite champion in AEW right now. But there's a lot going on in this one. Uh, First of all, Eddie Kingston and Miro's promos in this feud have been absolutely incredible. This is why you have to trust your talent and you let them go to work. I mean, first off, Miro's jokes about his wife and all that, like, uh, just phenomenal. I think we're going to see her likely at some point. I, I don't know why you wouldn't because he's basically made her a character on the show by bringing her up so often. And then Eddie Kingston just being like, yeah, you know what, I'll just kick your ass. And then also being like, hey, redeem these nuts. Like, I, Give me that all day. Sign me up for it. I think Eddie Kingston's going to win the title here tonight. And I think you get a rematch at um, Arthur Ashe just because you want to put Eddie over in New York City. Give him that huge spot because that's his hometown. I think we could very well see that. And there's a certain person who they really, 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 really have not talked about a lot lately on AEW. That's a certain uh, Kip Sabian who was at Fan Fest yesterday. He uh, yep. had like some mask on, some other stuff, and like a fake, a fake uh, cardboard sign that was like unpromoted signing because everyone else was doing their signings. AW wasn't promoting it, so I think Kip Sabian comes back, interferes with the match, and Eddie Kingston gets the win. Took the words right out of
0: my mouth. I was just that. I I saw the reports about Kip Sabian being in Chicago, and that's a feud that I mean.
1: I mean, he should be there because like be a- Penelope's
0: there anyways, but that's true yeah but that's that's a few that they like one that they've they've already set in stone like we could you could pick that up anytime mm-hmm. him and miro so if now's the time doing it all out when it's at its hottest and eddie would be an incredible tnt champion i'd love to see eddie kingston in the ring with some taking on everyone doing these open challenges yeah it'd be great for him even if it's not even if it's a transition into somebody else eventually and, the, and they want to just give him that moment for new york and give him a couple months this is the time to do it. We've seen WWE. It's always football season when they yeah, turn you out could, their champions and everything like that. So,
1: Yeah, you can easily put Miro and Kip just to get Miro over again with a big fucking ass kicking. And yeah. you can transition him away from the TNT title to start pushing for the AEW title with it more than likely coming off uh, to Hangman at some point soon. And then Miro can take it from Hangman at some point. Yeah, yeah, I so love that. You, yeah. you
2: always have your lingering Hangman.
1: <laughs> yeah paternity leave
2: like
0: <laughs> he's somebody that could i mean fuck it, we could still see him like as we'll, we'll talk about it one of the matches later but i'm sure that his presence is that like could be felt at some point in this yeah ministry. i just got
1: chills like, thinking about potentially hearing that <laughs> that music come in and that pop is, oh, would be man. insane it would be as big as it like the daniel like Bryan turn pop just yeah because everyone yeah. wants this storyline more than anything
2: what what if what if they do a shit? I'm mean, no, I'm just making up shit. They go to Jerry World and then he gets cowboy shit at the at Jerry World. That would be amazing. Um, be cool. all right. So let's go next. I'll give. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go dealer's choice here. Should we go tag team titles or a women's championship match next? Ooh.
0: Give me Look the tag them. teams. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm ready.
2: Give me it. the tag team. Then I want to kick this off. We got the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers have run a gauntlet. To get to this match from what I see that, you know, obviously running past Jurassic Express and a number of other tag teams. Very interested to see. I think that we all agree when we were talking in our pre-show that we are on the second half of the Young Bucks championship run here. They obviously can't hold it for two plus years. They want to get other teams over in the promotion. They know what they're doing, even though they are extremely violent people. But my one prediction I want to lock in for this, I'm predicting that. The Good Brothers will run down to the side of the steel cage, at which point they will be hunted, they will be preyed upon by Frankie Kazarian, and Fuck he yeah. will victimize them, and it will give a brief moment where the Lucha Brothers are going to have this window of opportunity. Everything's in their way, but the Young Bucks are saying, but I got Frankie Kazarian <laughs> hunting during this match.
1: Love the elite hunter. I yeah, I think we'll probably get him at some point. You know the the way the elite has operated, at least especially over the last few months, they're never far uh, from any of their teammates. So I think we'd likely see that the end of that go home match the other day, and you bring down the cage like they steal the the key and you know do it, and they uh, it just it was such a good way to set this up because you don't have like a long-term build on this tag team matchup. Yes. If you are like a real AEW fan, like, you know, the history between the bucks and the Lucha brothers. So it makes some sense. But if you're a casual or you're just tuning in, you're like, Oh, they just won this tournament. How are like, you're going to build it up. Well, here you go. (laughs) Handcuff them to the cage and just kick their ass (laughs) for, you know, 20 minutes. uh, I feel like they
2: literally fast track this feud for me. Thank you. Young Bucks.
1: Yeah, and they've had like an incredible uh Ladders match I believe it was in the past like 2 years ago. Two, yeah. yeah, all yeah. Out. They've they've like proven they can have some insane matches and I think you know we're going to get some crazy stuff with Penta. I love me some Penta El Zero. Um El Zero Miro. I got to say the whole thing. I got it like in my head. I got to say it every time. Um but I, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Young Bucks end up retaining in this one. You're going to see some crazy moment like a ray phoenix like 450 off the cage or something like that where it looks like the lucha brothers have you know this one in the bag and then the bucks are going to pull it out because i think pride and powerful is uh the next the next to uh challenge them and it just so happens they're also from new york and it just so happens as well that they have a big Mm -hmm. show coming up in new york at Arthur Ashe stadium that's fair
0: that's fair um i think uh the like you just said, like not even AEW. Like if you've been following the Bucks or the Lucha Brothers the last six, seven, eight years, like they've had they've had a ton of matches against each other, a ton of crazy matches in Mexico and PWG um, and coming along. I mean, all in even before all out, it was Penta versus Kenny. So they, it's the elite and Lucha Brothers have had these issues too. But like you said, they had that They had that ladder match. It was incredible. The violence, the, the, the things that these guys are willing to put yeah. each other through is nuts. And so locking them in a steel cage, like you know there's going to be chaos in the cage. I don't think that AEW does escape from the cage either. Um, I'm pretty sure that Cody and Wardlow was a pin in submission. So there, I think it's going to be, this. I would assume, the same way in this tag match. But you know there's going to be chaos outside the ring whether that's going to be the – Yeah, Brandon Cutler,
1: he's going to have to figure out a different way to get his cryo spray. Uh Uh-oh,
2: RIP Brandon Cutler tonight. He's going to be on the – he's basically in the vanguard. He's basically the Dothraki outside of Winterfell during (laughs) the Battle of the Night. Like, he's going to be taking all the action. Everything's going to be going through him. He's going to be in trouble.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. I do have the the
0: one – go ahead.
1: No, uh, I was just going to say it's great with Brandon Cutler. He felt like a throwaway forever, and, like, they make him into such, like, a good, like, just annoying, pesky character that, like, yep. you just love to hate him. But, like, it's so funny, like, him just spraying people all the time and, like, <laughs> and getting his ass kicked. Like, it's just a great gimmick.
0: That's it amazing. <laughs> this is the point of this show, though, where there's one name we haven't brought up of a potential of a potential guy showing up, and I think this is the spot he would be, and that is uh, um, Adam Cole. For sure, and this spot—I mean, the Bucks are the Bucks. If you go back to any being the elite lore, the Bucks literally, what well, Bucks Cody and Kenny murdered Adam Cole on on their YouTube series. Get literally that. killed him. They're, now they're they. He's right died right when Adam Cole rumors. Right when the rumors came out, they put like uh, they put some shit up about seances in the bio and everything. Like they're worried that this man yeah, is going to and... resurrect somewhere, <laughs> and so whether it's during the match. Maybe the Bucks come out a hard-fought win. Lights go out. Oh
1: my God, Jake! No, 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 no! What if he slices through the bottom of the ring? That's that's how he gets into the cage.
0: It's anything's possible. They, I, because you, you know that when he shows up, just I feel like just because of this, it has to be something super like ridiculous of him coming back from the dead. And so tonight is the night to do it. You can be it ridiculous. Maybe 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 he's teamed up with the Lucha Bros and they've they've got some fan tonight. But that's the name I'm looking for, and I'm looking for it not in one of the singles matches, but I think it's right with the Bucks.
2: Man, I feel like I'm getting up there because it feels like just the other day Adam Cole was debuting in NXT after a big <laughs> Drew McIntyre championship win. But my goodness, yeah, I mean that pop's gonna be insane if they debut Adam Adam Cole and Day O'Brien on the same night. I mean. <laughs> Uh, and, WWE, you're gonna be in trouble. You're gonna be in trouble. Playing it simple.
1: AEW's played into it so well too, like having Britt Baker the other day saying she's got huge free agent <laughs> news and it's just her being like, it was Oh yeah, it was a contract extension.
2: AEW is so good at it just playing on the situation around them. <laughs> Tony just you, knits it. and you were talking about Arthur Ashe Stadium for uh some AEW events news story uh i forget whether it was a couple weeks ago or maybe just a week or no about a month ago uh tony Khan literally just didn't want to do it at another like stadium so he just started googling stadiums with roofs and that's yeah. how he got to arthur <laughs> yeah, he stadium, wanted to so.
1: somewhere different yeah
2: and of course that's going to be aw grand slam which is another thing again is it sticky to Dynamite do like last grand dance grand slam stuff like that but i like it i think it makes it entertaining i think it draws attention to the and fact it's- that it's
1: different it's easier, yeah, to remember it, too, as a fan. You're like, oh, remember that one Dynamite in New York City? Well, you could be like, oh, remember Dynamite Grand Slam? Like, and you know, boom, exactly yeah. what it is. Dude, that is
2: so true. Literally, when you're talking back on all the Raw's, SmackDowns, it's basically just Raw after WrestleMania or, like, no other Raw, like, designation. So, yeah, very interesting. So, yeah, I mean, they just continue to do the simple things to be better. But, yeah, we all have the Young Bucks, the EVPs, the Extremely Violent People, uh, retaining So, speaking of uh, DMD, DMD versus Statlander for the women's title, I'll kick it off. I mean, I got to think Live Odds. I all respect the Statlander. Live Odds got to have DMD like minus 2,000 in this one, right? I mean, there's no way. She's white hot right now. And just by the way they've kind of structured the division, not a ton of depth to take it off the hottest star. Uh, one of the hottest stars on the show, on the program right now. Uh, so I have Doctor Britt Baker retaining, him probably a classic match because that's what she seems to be doing.
1: Absolutely, I'm I'm with Maniac on that one. Betting odds got to be crazy, so I'm staying away from the money line on this one. I'm looking at the props, over under three and a half boops from Chris Statlander. I got the over. I think she's going to get mm. she's going to get Rebel, not Reba, Jamie Hader, Britt. And the referee gave me four boops from Chris Statlander. I'd love Chris Statlander. She's come back, and she's an absolute beast. Like, being able to pick up Jamie Hayter and Rebel at the same time and slam them like, the way she did was just absolutely incredible. She looks like she's in the best shape of her life. The injury seemed like it might have really, you know, caused big issues in her career, but she seems to have come back even stronger. And the thing she's doing, she's going to be a champion at some point. I don't think it's her moment yet. Continue to build that character a little bit now that she's back. She's pretty much run through everyone else, though. And, I mean, win or lose, Statlander is still building that character really well. She's going to get fans even in a loss because they're going to give her her moments. DMT plays into everything very well. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be a very fun match, but, yeah, Britt Baker is definitely retaining this one
0: yeah not, not a doubt in my mind brit wins um everything you guys both just said she's she's on top of her game she's on top of the world right now like she's i'm the they are they are blessed right now and obviously they it's it's choices that they made and it's good choices but having you three singles champions and the way that they are all kind of just in a groove with their character and the way that they are it's it is it is incredible it makes for great tv and brit Brit might be the best out of the three. She's, I mean, she comes out. It's electric. She's a superstar now. It's so much fun. She, yeah, she is a superstar, and there's and there's really not anybody on that level. Statlander is close. Statlander is amazing in the ring, but it's not. It's not time for Britt. It's it's not time. Not. I don't think it's any time soon. So let's keep it rolling here. And they, she's got a squad. Like there, it'll maybe it's some chicanery. I'm sure there's going to be some chicanery at the end of this. I don't think it'll be completely clean, but Britt's going over for sure.
1: Pritzko yeah, if it, trip, like yeah. if this was the WWE, Statlander would win just for Britt Baker to win it back on Wednesday just so <laughs> she night, yeah. two title reigns instead of just one.
2: <laughs> yes, like, I, again, booking decisions just being crazy. It's Like, Micah, that's just a great point because,
1: yeah, it is a little
2: easier because they have fewer belts right now. But, yeah, the four main belts, right, the tag team titles, the women's title, the AEW TNT, and the AEW and the Championship, all of those superstars who are representing those are absolutely white hot at the top of their games right now. There's no doubt that they're a champion. When they're on TV, they're, they are absolutely a tier above whoever's even coming out next. Whereas it's just like in, in the other promotion, just sometimes you feel like, is this person even a U.S. champion? Is this person even an intercontinental champion? Like WWE champion's a little harder, but yeah. I mean, it's just question after question, whereas just it's fulfillment after fulfillment in uh, yeah. AEW so let's go i'm gonna go uh this is kind of tough because i think both these are a little bit maybe semi-predictable you could say but let's start with it the one that fans have waited nearly a decade for darby allen and sting hosting the best in the world cm Punk. darby allen loves dangerous things but there's nothing more dangerous than wrestling cm punk in chicago gents how is this one gonna go down
1: uh, yeah, I don't think this this uh, finish is predictable at all for me, maniac. Because do you bring CM Punk in? CM Punk like is talking about how Darby Allen would would have been his favorite wrestler, you know, if he was fifteen right now. And do you really bring him in and say all that stuff to have him, you know, beat Darby? Or I think we could see some chicanery in this match where it you know, ends up being a draw or something like that and you know at the end they beat the shit out of maybe Daniel Garcia in 2.0 again and shake hands at the end and mutual respect like and you know they both get the huge rub and I wouldn't be surprised if we get that we usually don't see DQs at all from AEW I don't think we've seen one ever if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken um, no. so I think if you're finally going to play that card maybe this is potentially it so you don't because like if cm punk doesn't win i think you're going to have people who are upset no matter how great the match is but if the match is great like and you put darby allen over like you're making a superstar
2: and the one thing that he, whether it's his promos the press conferences they do after the interviews he is there to put over AEW superstars for sure. So he knows that you know he's not here for a decade plus. Like, to, you and know, I think he wants,
1: run. like, he yeah. wants to. Like, he's talked about how he he came back to work with this young talent and basically to put him over and not to chase titles. So, let's see what happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock it in. First ever AEW disqualification.
0: I I want to know more. I think. Like, Punk's been the straight baby face to start. Obviously, everyone's so happy to see him. Like, he's getting the huge pops and everything. But the end of the night, the other night, if you have, I'm sure you're aware of this, Tyvee, maybe Maniac, maybe not, but they come out, they have the heel in the face tunnels for mm-hmm. on AEW. So the left, the left tunnel on your TV screen
1: is the heel. Sometimes tunnel. they flip it. They you ever notice right that?
0: Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, it's flipped. But they're always the same show. They're coming out those tunnels. And Punk was standing at the thing and he was, he was playing the crowd. He loved it going back and forth like oh should i go in the heel tunnel should i go in the face (laughs) tunnel and everybody's booing him when he's going to the heel tunnel and cheering him going to the face tunnel i think it's been a very it's a it's been an interesting way that punk has never been to me like this straight baby face even when he had his baby face run like he was always just better as an asshole. and so what if he's been saying all these nice things you know and i'm with you i think i started off in like oh punk can't lose his first match back but Darby gets everything from winning this match and punk doesn't lose anything. Like he's still CM Punk. So Darby win and maybe a punk. That's where it just is the full heel turn. And we just, all the niceness has gone away and he just, he, he didn't think he was ever going to lose. And the second he did, like it snaps something like that. Yeah, I still think it could, that could be punk a big
1: build punk, to like a, a huge, huge fight at huge Arthur moment, Ashton.
0: Yeah. Something else like that. And I still am very, we've talked about Brian earlier i still feel like those two are crossing paths at some point whether it's together or not as and there's so much they can do together as like the outsiders heel, but kind of not a heel group depending on where people would fall on this AEW spectrum and, and the fans so i don't know I, I think there's a lot of intrigue if this match is early in the night does punk get involved later in another yeah. match like with the bucks with the with kenny something like that like where it's placed is going to matter as much as anything else but I'm going Darby, and I think we're getting some more intriguing stuff with CM Punk than just him like winning this match or losing and shaking Darby's hand or something. Like, I feel yeah. like something else is coming.
1: Yeah, I think AEW does a good job where they don't necessarily make people like overly a heel or, you know, mm-hmm. a, a face. Like, they're kind of that in between. Like, Britt Baker, like, she's going to come out and talk her shit, but she gets cheered louder than you know almost anyone else on the roster so like is she a heel like i don't i don't dude really know. omega
2: <laughs> omega is absolutely <laughs> unhinged in every way yeah. right now but it all makes sense yeah. Based yeah. On, like how he acts like he's not being like a cartoon character like he's just literally an unhinged like, yeah, dude like who wants to his keep mind. his championship yeah. at all costs like it has been told he's the best and now he needs to stay in that position it totally makes sense and yeah you're absolutely right it's almost like that the second half of the marvel movies when they started making the villains a little bit more yeah. believable a little less her- and it just makes the overall production so much better because you're, you're like,
1: like i kind of like yeah, the villain yeah, like, like, it, like, it makes sense yeah. now
2: i'm pissed
1: <laughs> <laughs> like God, i, I would have been pissed off too if i was him like yeah yes, like it's the, that, that thing thing. about
0: and the thing about Kenny too is that no matter what, he's gonna come out tonight and people are still gonna be chanting the elite at him the whole time. Same oh, yeah. With the yeah, yeah. Like it no, doesn't matter. Absolute... Like it doesn't matter. They are the most they just had the most dastardly heel group beat down we've seen in, in I don't know, years, like of in any promotion, like the other night. And people were sitting there just cheering for blood, cheering the elite. It's like they can't do no wrong. And it's just like like you said, it's the same way with all these characters on it. It's incredible to see. And that's why I think punk can exist in that space too. Like punk can be more of an asshole where he where he truly thrives. People are still just gonna sing cult the personality to see a punk. It's really not gonna matter. He doesn't need to be this like huge over-the-top baby face for the promotion. So we'll see. It's gonna be interesting.
2: I agree. I agree. Uh, And yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I was being a little simplistic in my thought process about it. I I just think there's no way Punk loses is my thinking. I think Darby Allen's almost become enough of a star. Like, like I, I I get, Mm -hmm. you guys are all making great points. Like Darby Allen's so much of a star that he can lose to Omega and he can lose to, you know, and it just doesn't even really affect him because you know, he's like still in that upper, what do you got? What do you got?
1: But with like a lot of casuals or like not necessarily big AEW people tuning in because of it being the- Punk's biggest match, you could make him it, like he has more yeah, to this gain. Is this is your shot. This is your shot. No, no, no. if you
2: want to make a superstar, he's huge next in the AEW years,
1: tier. But like he could be, you know, tonight off the you charts, can but.
2: solidify MJF as a, as a heel for the next fifteen years, and you can solidify Darby Allen as a superstar <laughs> for the next years. Again, someone argue he's already solidified. Totally legitimate points, but for the casuals bringing him mm-hmm. into their mind for sure you're absolutely right. and
0: it's and i think that the hint towards it is that sting isn't going to be out there with them too like they want this to be a full-on darby only thing and so it's like they're trying to clearly maximize the opportunity to get the eyes on darby i think that's a good strategy to do with them too
2: and now i see it now i'm adding though to my prediction i'm, I'm getting punk I'm, I'm predicting punk but there's going to be some hijinks with some run-ins like you guys said And maybe Punk doesn't get the win completely clean, and that's why they need to kind of maybe run it back. Start Punk out slow. Can't have him going after everybody right away. I got a good idea. I got a good idea.
1: What? So we've we've seen, obviously, the Daniel Garcia 2.0 going after kind of both these guys now. But what if we see Daniel Garcia with a certain Brian Danielson?
0: That's what I've been. I've been thinking that it,
1: all, I, it all only show, makes sense, obviously. like wrestling wise, faction wise, like, it, it, like to take him under his wing. Like he's like the next best technical wrestler, and that's yeah. kind of what DB has been for so long. Um, well, and we don't. I, know it their, makes it just makes sense.
0: What if that's then their? I mean, we don't know their motivation, but they've been going after. They've been pushing him like crazy. Darby. Yeah. And it, What if it's been like it's just been Brian the whole time, sending out all these sending out all these missions for these guys? Could you imagine? squad.
2: Could you? I mean, because like I mean, we knew what Moxley was capable of as the Ambrose character, but he's obviously taken it to just such a, Same with Miro from Rusev. I mean, if that happens with Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan on this AEW roster, I mean, my goodness.
0: It's oh, yeah. I mean <laughs> that's all you say. It's just it's, it's a, gonna be it's gonna be
2: very overwhelming. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be very overwhelming. So speaking of overwhelming, we are at it is main event time. Well, you know, this is probably the main event, if not CM Punk or the Jericho match, any of those three can play in. We've been talking about how great this all-out yeah. card is for this show. Make sure you're tuning in, subscribing on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Trainwreck Sports, we are going to keep it rolling with all this wrestling coverage into the end of 2021. But we got our main event in our minds. Kenny Omega, our AEW champion against Christian Cage. Christian Cage had a big victory over him. I think it was about two and a half to three weeks now uh, to win the Impact title. Yep. yeah. Boys help me okay, because I just well, want to make sure now the
1: TNA you know, and, and impact. He won TNA the and impact, so it was yes, like the world's championship, but he retired the TNA championship again. So they're back to just having the impact championship. Okay, cool.
2: So that's why I I think
1: <laughs> stupidity, but yeah.
2: Sometimes, well, hey, the belt collector <laughs> makes sense of it though. That's what yeah. that's what this organization it does. made sense it takes-
1: because he had the two belts like just to yes. make him look like he had more.
2: Yes, know? yes, yes. Okay. So I I like it. I like it. We got Kenny Way against Christian Gage, yes. As you alluded to, uh, I think both of you did, uh, Christian has been very protected uh, in his entire AEW run. He's been treated like an absolute superstar, and I think they've kind of solidified him in that. Bo- I-, I would say the bottom of the upper tier of the AEW wrestling, yeah. just because he still hasn't been around so long. But would you take him over a couple of guys? I think obviously you know, Omega's kind of favored if you were doing hypothetical betting odds. probably I would probably put Omega at minus 275 in the, in the hypothetical betting odds on this one. Um, with that said, what do you guys think happens when the, the belt collector, the cleaner, Kenny Omega faces off against the people's, the, the, the the Prince of the peeps, Christian Cage?
1: Yeah. Well, he's not facing hangman, so I don't think he's losing, although he could always end up like hangman could get over Kenny without the belt, but like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he gets over, you know, all of his, you know, troubles and, you know, miscues and everything, you know, what? to take the title off of Kenny and that like finishes his down spiral. But I think we're going to see something that sort of further pushes Kenny, like losing his mind, like completely paranoid, like maybe, you know, like you said, there could be a countdown or there could be like something going on. That's like messing Kenny up, you know, throughout the entire match where like he's played into the character work so well with, within his, matches and like still been putting on like phenomenal matches but the character work itself like getting himself over as a heel and like really feeling like someone who's losing their mind has been has been incredible so I think we're gonna have to see something um, this maybe is more of a Kazarian spot maniac maybe we see him twice who knows um, because I feel like so you're you're right.
2: Could could easily be eight people ringside during. Yeah, this match. because like and what is? Kazarian comes and clears them out.
1: Christian's backup is what like the Jurassic Express, I guess.
2: Yeah, and they you can do um, something definitely. where they got taken out in the ten man tag or something. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. I think Kenny has to end up retaining in this one, but I think we're gonna see an incredible match because it was a great match last time and that was on TV and you're working and you know the time constraints and everything else. So giving them you know the full, you know, here, go have, go everything. I think this is going to be a match. Like you're going to remember in Christian's career for a long time, even though he doesn't win. And that just proves like he never lost it. He's always had it. I've watched back, you know, a lot of the older stuff recently. And, you know, some of the gimmicks him and edge used to pull off are just absolutely incredible. And we sort of, because edge had that longer run and a bigger run, I think as a, as a single superstar there, like we forget about Christian a little bit and he's finally going to get his props here tonight.
2: Yeah, hey, I, I'm. Who, who all I'm saying is, who would have thought we would have two members of the Brood prospering <laughs> in 2021, five years ago? Seriously, and vi- no. And we seriously. were
1: supposed to. We were supposed to get like even more Brood the other day, but I,
2: I, that was that was the rumor. That was the 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 lickety <laughs> split in the chat. No, I mean gang goes I mean the Brood is just it's just like looking back at it. Someone I saw post the other day. It was only around for like nine months or something but that just shows how prevalent that era of wrestling was because they just i mean they were cool that was all it
1: was it was yeah it was huge like wrestling like emanated pop culture at that time like things that happen in wrestling like you would go to school and they'd be talking about it like the next day like kids would be doing trying to do this stuff you know that they were seeing on tv the night before
2: absolutely hopefully AEW is bringing our generation back to that era go ahead uh micah my bad
0: the, uh, the only thing I really need to add on, to Tybee, is that Kenny Omega, We said what is the actual main event, and I think AEW, and the, the last seven years of wrestling, Kenny Omega is the main event if he's on a card, especially if he's a champion. And whatever you yeah. get, like no matter what, he, I, I know it would have been great to see the Hangman thing pay off here, but they clearly are going to have enough going on, whether it's surprises, they've got Punk's first match. They didn't need that big blow-up rate on this card, and I think that's fine. Maybe it's Hangman who comes. Out. I, I really think there's some conflict after the match. I don't think this is Kenny Christian for a couple more months. But maybe it's Hangman. Yeah, it could be Hangman, Hangman that comes out to like even the odds. Yes, yeah, just somebody like that coming out to and get in Kenny's face and kind of piss him off. But if it's a Kenny Omega title match, I guarantee it's going to deliver. And that's it's it's. I think that it has a potential. Potential. It's weird to say that the Kenny Omega Mega match could steal the steal the show. But with the matches that we have on this card between the Steel Cage, Punk's first match, and then a potential Jericho retirement or whatever it's going to be, I feel like this match has been it has been kind of getting lost in the shuffle here and there the last couple weeks. And I think that these two guys are ready to – I mean, they had a great match on Rampage, like you said. And they're going to get a lot of time for this and build it out well. It's going to be incredible. Kenny, Kenny retains – And we see some chicanery from somebody at the end coming out to know where he's going next, whether that be hangman or some kind of new group or whatever combination of guys they're bringing in to come after the elite here.
2: Seriously, in the words of Don Callis, I think Kenny Omega is going to give Christian Cage that five star match. He always wanted, <laughs> so we are looking forward to. And hopefully, you've enjoyed this five star show from Wrestling with Emotion. Our crew here, the Micah Man and Tybee. Make sure you're following along on YouTube, Apple, Twitter, Podcast, Spotify, everything. Make sure you're doing it. What else we got? SoundCloud.
1: Oh yeah, but there's thinking. there's one more uh, one more moment we got to talk about though, because oh. we got to give a shout to our guy Megabyte Ronnie over Ronnie. the weekend. As a as a Dan House and clown, uh, force feeding a hot dog to Effie. Whoa. There we go. Goodbye, hot dog. That's even that's even better technique than I've seen out of Megabyte Ronnie. Could we see that out of him next year at the hot dog eating competition? Could that be what gets him the win? Is is he, learning something from Effie like here?
2: It. Can you imagine if he gets chestnut with that? Puts him in a trance. <laughs> My goodness. but yeah, no. That's why our, we know we know our good guy making my money. Got to
1: got to give him good luck today for the wing eating competition. Seriously,
2: hardest working and Shout hungriest out. man in professional wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Can't can't deny either of them.
2: Shout out our guys again, Ty B and Micah. Shout out you for tuning along. Because remember, it's not wrestling with your budget. It's not wrestling with your thoughts. It's wrestling with emotion.
1: Yes. Yes. yes.